Blog Talk Radio. Hello there. Today is April 2nd, 2015, the 8th annual World Autism Awareness Day. Every year, autism organizations around the world celebrate this day with unique fundraising and awareness-raising events. So how will we celebrate? Well, we're going to ask you to go to AutismSpeaks.org and donate towards research and understanding of autism. No amount is too small. Let's continue to raise awareness of autism, a diagnosis that truly affects every one of us. Go to AutismSpeaks.org, make a donation today, and let's start to raise awareness and understanding and embrace the differences. Okay, time for Ready to Unload with Cal and Sam Pete. Thanks. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're tonight's entertainment. Hold the phone. Hey, brother. This <laughs> is serious. Serious. Just gotta stop, man. We keep having the same conversation. It is April the 2nd. It is 10 p.m. It is time for Ready to Unload with Count Tempe. Hi. I just did a whole intro, and it occurs to me that my mic was on mute. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. Live from Comac, New York, Bayside, New York, at Freehold, New Jersey. Time for Ready to Unload with Count Tempe. So go pour a cup of coffee, get a glass of wine, do something. Cut yourself a piece of cake nice, have some coffee. We're going to talk New York sports and other stuff. Welcome to the podcast. And uh, before we get to the the business of it, I was I want to say four weeks from tonight we will be live. If you're in the New York City area, you must go to Five Milestone for a co podcast with us and TurnOnTheJets.com, featuring award winning craft beers from Gun Hill Brewing Co. and NFL giveaways, and now SeatSwap.com, SeatSwapTickets.com, giving away free merch. 7:30 p.m. Thursday, April 30th. Go to 2015draftpartypodcast.com for details. It is going to be a huge, huge, enormous show. Chris Lepresti, Christian Dyer, Dom Cosentino, others going to be joining us for this uh, uh, draft of fest of Ganza, part two. Uh, so check that out. Hi, welcome to the program. Let's welcome in the co-host. Since I let the entire two minutes and 45 seconds of intro music run off, <laughs> if you're still here, I appreciate it. Didn't realize it was on mute. We have a ton of New York sports to talk tonight. We're going to do it. That's what we do on this podcast. And uh, let's get to it. Let's bring in the co-host of the program. Cal. He's the, co- he's the co-host or the co-host. Cal. Depends on where you are. He's, he's a, he could be a K-O-H-O-S-T. 
as if he was hockey equipment. If he was hockey equipment, he'd be the co-host. He's Mr. Brian Calneva Calpino Caliente. Hi, Brian. Hi, Steve. Aren't you glad my mic is no longer on mute? I heard you the entire time, though. Right. Nobody else did. Oh, your intro music with the sudden cut out. We are having all sorts of problems with this new board on Blog Talk Radio, where we have been for four years. Mm-hmm. I have to feel like we're one of the longer-running shows in the history of Blog Talk Radio. But they sure do treat us with, with the respect that we've they earned. They really do. They really... As a senior member of the organization. Organization. What's up, buddy? Not much. What's up with you? You okay? I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm all right. Good. Good. I like to hear that. I'm a little under the weather. The voice is not all there. Oh, so you're not okay. Well, I've been struggling with a cold, man. Hmm. This Every year, Brian, every frigging year, twice a year, the March-April changeover, the September-October changeover, I get sick every year. Sure it's not allergies? Yep, positive. Okay. You, you, that's confirmed? That's or <laughs> We have confirmation on that. Not okay. allergies. Good. I had a bronchial condition as a child. Uh, that contributes to it, mm-hmm. but it sucks eggs. I'm tired of it. You, you know what it is? It's not so much allergies. It's the 60-degree random day. So it's, it's 25, 25, 37, 62, 37, 28, 42. That week... What's the supplemental number? <laughs> 41. That week kills me. Yeah, I know. The 62-degree day kills me. Ugh. Well, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this is happening. It's okay. We made the meat. The meat pies got made. You'll be happy to know. I, I'm very happy to know that. You got to taste one, my man. I did. You got a piece, baby. I did. It was great. Yes, you did. At at our fantasy baseball draft, which I thought was a, a ton of fun. Sure, always is. I have uh, I have an update if you want it on on uh, the NHL, the playoff race, the race for the playoffs. Hmm, doesn't feel much like a race. Yeah. Uh, from from our perspective, yeah, for the Islander standpoint, it's a stagger. It feels a little bit like a uh, you're hanging on to a. To a ledge. For dear life, yes, for dear life. Yeah, well, go ahead. Update me. The Washington Capitals just jumped ahead of the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, four to three. So if that holds, uh, they will uh, be in a tie with the Islanders. Mm. However, they will have the tiebreaker because they have more regulation wins, I believe. So they won't be in a tie. Right, they'll be ahead of the Islanders, technically. Be, Both teams with four games remaining. Right. Pittsburgh does not play tonight, I don't believe, right? Nope, nope. So they'll have a game in hand. Pittsburgh will have a game in hand. And will be a point behind both organizations. Organizations, that's right. Great. Ottawa is tied with Tampa Bay. Uh, they are going into overtime, so Ottawa got a point. Not two. So, not, not Well, they're going to overtime. They still could get two. Right, but... So you're not going to – the magic number does not reduce. Forget magic number. Well, it does. It actually goes down to five. People are panicked, Cal. Who's, who's people? Are you? Are you one of those people I'm panicked? not. I am not. Oh, good. But people are talking about not making the playoffs for the New York Islanders. 
All right. Why don't I, we? Uh, why, why don't we? Why, uh, <laughs> why don't we say hello to our good friend, the bishop? Well, let's do it because we have a lot of New York sports to get to tonight. Baseball right. season I, I, opens. Uh, the Islanders. The Major League Baseball commissioner continues to assert trust in the Wilpons at every twist and turn. Chris Mullen is now your head coach. There's a lot. So let's do it. Here he is. Right off the beat. Yes, we're asking him to be a cop again. <laughs> Even What's with the abrupt cutoff of the intro music? What is going on? Add it. That's all. What are you what are you doing to the house band to make them cut off it's that enough. way? It's enough. You know what? We're beyond it. Everybody knows that the RTU house band plays live in PJ's house every Thursday night. We are beyond the cliche of the slow fade. We are? All right. Why is that a cliche? Music. Yeah, I, I disagree. It seems like uh, sound technology. <laughs> it seems like both sound, meaning audio, and yeah, yeah, sound, right. meaning yeah, prudent. Technology. That's sound producing. And sound producing. Not a cliche. Not a cliche. What's with you, man? Did you see Katie Couric fall down the stairs? I wish I had. This is what you're opening with? I've had some beer and some wine. (laughs) Well, this is a first. On On purpose, or did you stumble, trip over something? I was drinking wine on purpose, and my wife handed me the beer. No, she trying to, she trying to get you liquored up, or what? It's a, it's a caramel porter. She's trying to get me to stop talking. I think. A caramel porter? That's right. Oh, pardon me. It's delicious. Oh, it's goodness. Delicious. Why don't you have a piece of cake? That's why coming. Bother with, why bother with the beer? I'm going to be chasing this with coffee and cake very soon. I get all my calories after 10 p.m. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, that's a and that's a healthy way to go. By the way, that's a really that's a really why beer and cake. Four out of five nutritionists will tell you you should do most of your eating after 10 p.m. (laughs) You understand my figure now. Probably the most unhealthy thing you could possibly do. <laughs> I only eat cheese in bed. That's the name of my new book. <laughs> cheese in bed? Is that a squeeze? Is that a squeeze song? Cheese in bed. That was the follow-up to coffee and black right. coffee. And, and I love Gouda, that. Gouda, Gouda in bed. <laughs> so did and you see Katie Kirk pull down the stairs in the worst bed. April Fool's prank ever done? I I did not see this. Horrible. But it was a prank. Doesn't matter. You don't. I mean, April Fool's prank is like I put salt in your sugar, sugar shaker or something like that. That's not a it euphemism. Was a, it was. A, <laughs> I mean, she made the we guy using, think that she fell down a flight of stairs. You know, using prison that slang. Somebody using prison slang now. A little salt in your pepper shaker, if you know what I mean. Not to if mention you know that saying. in order to do the prank, she made somebody fall down the stairs. That's not cool. They didn't push a dummy down the stairs. Gee they just whiz, picked that's... another lady and pushed her down the stairs. <clears throat> that's not cool this at all. This is terrible behavior. How dare you, Katie Couric? 
and <laughs> and I'll tell you what, that's not the first time I've said that. How Miss dare Fire. you, Katie Curry? I'm, I'm I'm calling Miss Fire. Are you calling her Miss Fire? No. <laughs> Would that be the headline? <laughs> she is fiery and feisty, but I think that one was that was you know I like a good prank. Everybody does as much as the that's next no guy. As much as the next man. No, probably more than the next guy. You really do. Next you love to see people me. fall down. You really do. You're a terrible person. I like fat people running. That's my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> From something or just in general? Just in general. All right. I have nothing there. You know that there's a large collection of films that involve me running on camera. Yes. How about if he's being chased? Does that make it funnier or... Oh, it does make it... Okay. Even better. Uh, You've never seen that film series, uh, Cal, of PJ running? Oh. No. Oh, it's good. It's good. PJ running down the street and then in the middle of it, uh, uh, Scott... Pulls me through the window of a car. It's it's so great. I can't even. It's called Chubby. It should have been. It had no title. Just, it was too much simply, of a student film to be had to have a title. Simply called Chubby. Oh my God! I love this so much. Anybody else we want to insult while we're here? Or? Well, see the the Kimmel one. I thought was better. Did you see that one? No. I don't. It's April Fool's Day, and I'm 40 years old. I, I I just I can't anymore. I can't. Well, how old is how old is Katie Couric? 60. No. All right then. She's doing it, pushing people down the stairs. Right. Kimmel hey, was, was the, perfect. Was the Kimmel Kim, one Kim, Van was, Halen reunion? Now that was, was that real Fool's joke, wasn't it? Was that real? That was real. That wasn't a joke. Unfortunately, I believe that was that was done in earnest. You know, I have such an aggressive disinterest in Van Halen. I didn't click. I don't know if it was real or not. Oh, is that the I, name of your Van Halen cover band? Aggressive disinterest. Aggressive disinterest. Yes. Right, but you do all Van aggressive Halen Aggressive disinterest songs? sex puns. I think is what we were called. <laughs> Double entendre. Right. Aggressive Premature disinterest. Premature intonation. <laughs> but all your covers are reggae versions. <laughs> I hate that band. Just to piss them off. I, I so don't like Van Halen. Hey, look, they're no big fans of your work, buddy. <laughs> no, they're not. That's what I heard. Um, I love sh- Eddie Van Halen. I just don't no. like the band. He's a virtuoso. It's not often that you get to uh, to bandy that word about. He's a guitar virtuoso. I I loved Van Halen when I was 12. I mean, isn't that the appropriate time to love Van Halen? You know, you sound snotty. Love him. You're too good for Van Halen, and you're too good for there, April Fool's prank. That, what there, do you do? What do you, are you, ship, are you sipping Chardonnay right now? That we've, uh, are you reading the New Yorker? What are you doing? I'm actually doing... Are you perusing actually, the film scores of John Williams? What are you doing? I'm actually, you're so above I'm, it. I'm actually creating a New Yorker cartoon right now. Dad, I want to play Clue. No, no, that's childish. <laughs> See, I'm 40, son. I'm 40. I had we don't no idea that. I was dealing with such men. Now put on Beethoven and be quiet. Right. <laughs> the movie? 
the movie, <laughs> Beethoven first. <laughs> and Beethoven! Watch, and watch One Charles word. Grodin work. Grodin. Yep, Grodin. <laughs> watch Come him on. work, son. That's how you know you're growing up. All right, let's get to the sports, and then and then uh, we'll get back to you. And, and on that Grodin bit. note. And on <laughs> the second Charles Grodin is dropped in a New York Sports Talk podcast, it means it's time to new- talk about New York sports. Official. I wish I could do a Grodin. I wish I could do a Charles Grodin, but he's dead. Nobody does a Charles Grodin. Do Charles it's... Grodin and Beethoven. It's very easy. Do... Beethoven! Do him in Midnight Run. You're very angry. Jack, you're very angry. That's a tremendous movie. All right. What's on the main course tonight, Cal? Everybody. <laughs> that's the dessert course. That's that the cold, dessert. Is that, that's is that the cold dessert. brother that we don't know about? Caramel Porter. Right. He inspired Cole. He was. He wasn't quite as quite the quite the crooner that Cole Porter was, but matter. He inspired him. It, does, it doesn't matter. He had the looks. Um, we, there's a number of places we could start here, pal. Uh, baseball starts on Monday. Right. You're aware of this, right? Mm-hmm. So you uh, texted me the cover of the New York Daily News baseball preview. The New York Post. Or was it the Post? Yes. What did it say, Brian? Um, it was a uh, – I have to pull it up just to remind myself. It was basically a picture of David Wright and gang spraying graffiti on Yankee Stadium. Okay. Uh, graffiti word, on Yankee Stadium. They spread the words. Doing. The words are, it's our turn. So you have a picture of Mr. Met pointing to it. You have a picture of Joe Girardi looking very disapprovingly on the fact that they're defacing the great Yankee Stadium. Right. And the subtitle is, look out, Yanks. Met's ready to paint the town blue and orange. So, uh, baseball starts on Monday. Are they ready to paint the town blue and orange, Brian? Apparently. No, seriously. No. (laughs) Okay. I mean, they're going to try. They've had a a very solid spring. You and I were talking about that uh, the other day. This is where I want to start with the Mets. Take away all the nonsense. We're just talking about baseball. Do you think that solid spring is indicative in any way, shape, or form of a potential offensive performance for this team? No. Why? Because it's spring training. Okay. I know it doesn't count. Mm-hmm. But in in many instances, they are facing major league pitching. They do have a new hitting coach. They seem to be swinging at more first pitches, swinging more aggressively have a bit of a different offensive plan in mind when they go to the plate. Michael Kadire has looked very, very good, very spry, hit the ball very, very well. Lucas Duda has hit lefties pretty well. Lefty's a lefty, Cal. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to say there were some positive signs out of this team in spring training? Sure. Not even talking about the pitching. I'm just talking about the bats. Right. Yeah, you could say that. 
I'll allow I, it. I still think this team is going to struggle offensively. Do you? Yes, but we're the only two that think that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's official. It's, it took a straw poll. Right. A quick straw poll. Just, you know, Gallup. USA, USA Today finds that it's just us. It's just the two of us. Right. We're the only ones. Building castles in the sky. Um, okay. So, if they're offensively still going to be challenged, let's go to the pitching. Matt Harvey has looked amazing. Nothing short of amazing. What is it? 22 and two-thirds innings or something like that with you know one run. or He's just been ridiculous. 22 strikeouts to one walk. Yeah, he's been good. He's been outstanding. You definitely don't want that guy to start opening day. So if you have a rotation of um, uh, Cologne, DeGrom, Harvey, Nice, and G, is that going to be good enough to make up for the shortcomings offensively? Early, uh, early. Let's just talk about early. Let's talk what's, about th- what's early? The early to me is the first 25 games. April. Yes. Um, <clears throat> they're going to pitch well. I think mo- I would I would expect that they will be in most of those 25 games. Okay. And <clears throat> I think the hitting is what's going to hold them back. How stunned were you by the extension for Juan Lagares? Um, surprised. It's not huge money by any means. No, it has nothing to do with the money. It well, has to do them giving out a contract at all is, you know, and making a future commitment at all is shocking. Right, but again, they're also not making that much of a commitment because he's under team control for four out of those five years anyway. They extended him one year, so they basically bought a year, one year. Right, right, right. And what they did actually was they kept the future price down by by negotiating the contract. Now he stood to make more in arbitration right. during those years. So you could argue that the Mets didn't do anything investment-wise. Nope. They actually saved themselves money over the long term. It was actually yet another cheap move. <laughs> if, if, you, if you want to put a spin on it, yeah. I don't even, I don't even need to spin it. It's spun, baby. All right. Okay, how about extending Lucas Duda, potentially? How about that? I think it's a similar thing, right? He'll get a similar deal. Be the same idea. Yeah, exactly. And you buy arbitration years where you're saving yourself in those arbitration years. That's right. Okay. If if they can get that contract done by Monday. If not, and then all talks are off until after the season. I'm so into the Islanders that it's been difficult to... And I, I really just dislike Terry Collins so much that I've paid relatively marginal attention to the team in spring training relative to past years where I've been very excited. I've been watching hockey, but very excited about baseball. Um, you know, Monday I'll, I'll jump out from work at four o'clock and I'll, I'll go watch the first pitch as I always do at a pub up the street. I'll go watch the first inning. Uh, from where I work. Um, but I, I, 
I just am so cautious, cautiously optimistic. I'm not even – that's not the right word. I'm just cautious with this team. That's it. Oh, I would have thought the opposite, that you were just optimistic and not cautious. Yeah, that's fair. No, because I'm not blindly optimistic. Okay. <clears throat> I think I'm underly optimistic. How's that? Underly optimistic. I don't know what that means. Meaning I'm, I'm generally optimistic about the Mets. Right, and you're not as optimistic this year as you right. normally are. I don't. I see. I don't buy that. I find you to be more optimistic this year than in past years. How is that? How am I doing that? I, you you think they're going to hit a little bit better than they did last year based did on I, their spring training? Did I say that? You did. <laughs> no, I asked I you that. the question. Yeah, you said it. That's when you asked me the question. <clears throat> so by asking you the question, I asserted that I believe that. Did you not? Does the words not come out of your mouth? I don't believe they did. You'll have to rewind the tape. Okay, so I'm wrong. You're telling me that you're not as optimistic about the team. That's fair. No, I'm telling you I'm – you're right. I did imply that. You, I'm telling you that I'm under where I usually am. Okay, good. <clears throat> because of the manager mm-hmm. and because of the Islanders, basically. And I also think because everybody is so damn optimistic. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this, Bri, and I wanted to bring it up because it's extraordinarily interesting to me. The Zach Wheeler thing. Like, Zach Wheeler being out for, like, the next 16 months was like a day. Right. And then people were like, oh, still going to the wild card. Right, we're but still not a team to beat. But during that day, it was the worst injury in the history of the Mets. It was devastating. Devastating to these people. Well, because it was the Mets' fault. Right, but I'm just saying, they went from it being this devastating, oh my God, how are we going to get past Okay, we're past it. I, I, Let's I, move on. You know, Matthew... Plug and, Wa- plug and play. Matthew Wilde should be playing for a lot of these Met fans. Who's Matthew Wilde? Because ain't nothing going to break at their stride. <laughs> Not a reggae song, I don't think. It's Matthew, isn't it Matthew Wilde? You put a couple of extra syllables, I think, in there. Ain't Did I? Like gonna break a Maya Strada. <laughs> I don't think that's. It it's reggae might've, night on RTU. It might have been remade. Ain't nothing gonna break a Maya Strada, man. <laughs> Ain't nothing gonna break a Maya Strada, man. <laughs> the worst Jamaican dialect. Hey, that's fine. Matthew uh, Wilds, that was his name? Matthew Wilds? Wilds? I, th- I don't believe he was plural. There was just one of him. <laughs> That's the Met fan theme right now. Nothing's going to break their stride. Nothing. N- nobody's nope. going to hold them down. No. no. Oh, no. Got to keep on moving. I, I just, I want to like these players, Brian. You don't, why do you, so what's stopping you? <clears throat> I, t- I, told you what's, I told you what's stopping me. Terry Collins and the Islanders. Correct. <laughs> I'm not going to say it again. A new Saturday morning cartoon. Correct. Terry Collins and the Islanders. Terry Collins and the Islanders. <laughs> Terry Collins and the Islanders. It's a terrible Saturday morning cartoon because does Terry Collins do the voice of himself on that cartoon? I'll tell what's, you what. What's he done? Not the Islanders. But, he, but it's a cartoon version of Terry Collins with his voice. <laughs> Let me tell you something about the Islanders. Okay. Those pricks. <laughs> Come on, talk to me about this team, Brian. You can't be this... You can't. Be what? This disinterested? Yes. I am. 
Come on. I'm sorry. I'm don't, sorry. Don't apologize to me. Apologize to the Mets. No, I'm apologizing to you because you're the one giving me grief. I'm not giving you grief. What are you, <laughs> what are you my grandmother? <laughs> when did this turn into a guilt fest? You're a guilt me trip? Business. Please, ask me. Make sure next time I have my passport if you're going to send me on a guilt trip like this. Please. <laughs> you <laughs> Please. You're, you're full of them tonight, huh? I am. I am just, I'm full of it. <laughs> Give me the passport. You're sending me on a guilt trip. Send me on a guilt trip. Whoa. That's hey, you're listening to Matthew Wilde because there ain't nothing going to break of their strata. <laughs> you got a whole bunch. I'm, you must be butter because you're on a roll. Because you're on a roll. Ain't nothing going to break of my stride. <laughs> strata. What do you want to know? Give me, what what do you want to know? This what do you team... want to know from me? Give me a question that I can answer <clears throat> point blank. I'm going to do... Wow. Do we have to turn it into a segment on SNY? Let's do misfires right now. I'm going to I'm gonna go look at the schedule. How do you like that? Nothing to look at. I could tell you exactly what the schedule is. Let's have it. All right. So they're going to open up... I ain't looking at nothing here. They're opening up at home... <laughs> Pardon me, hot shot. <laughs> I got it wrong already. They're not at home. They're opening up on the road in Washington. Right? What do you want to do? You want to unpack it and go series by series? I do. You're going to do? I do. Right, I do. Let's do it. Let's do it. Washington, three games, open the series, open the season with a three-game series in the nation's capital. The capital nation. The capital of nations. Washington, three games. What do they do? Cologne, DeGrom, Harvey. Yep. Against... Scherzer, uh, Koufax, Gibson, <laughs> and Drysdale. And Drysdale. No, there. It's against Scherzer. Uh, I tell you, it's a heck of a series. If it wasn't for Cologne, what makes it a heck of a series, Steve? Because those are those are. Degrom is a good pitcher. Great, you know, reigning rookie of the year. Harvey is Harvey. It's a good series. Okay. How do the, how do the two offenses match up? I would say the Nationals have a better offense. Uh, decidedly better. Yes. Yeah. 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 You want to go around the horn? But around the horn. But a but a good pitcher can't shut that down. Did I say that? No, I'm 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 saying that's what makes it a good series. Except for Bartolo Colon, who's going to get lit up for six runs on Monday. Right. Or he's going to pitch a no hitter. <laughs> right. There is zero in between. Wouldn't that Wouldn't that be uh, apropos? And if he and if he if he gives up six runs. The, the the people who said he shouldn't have been starting, like me, you he, get to dance. We don't get to dance though, because we sure lose do. we lose the friggin' game. Doesn't matter. They can so win. I don't want to dance. What if they win seven six? Ain't nothing gonna break in my stride. What I don't want to dance. And the Capitals won in a shootout. All right. So they are now uh, tied with the Islanders. You had to, I thought you had reported that. No, they they they, no. Washington went ahead three to two. Oh, okay, that tied them. Or a four to three. Montreal tied them late. Okay. Took it to overtime. They got a point. They went to a shootout, and, and they, the Caps won in the shootout. All right. So the extra point puts them ahead of the Islanders now, because they have a game in hand. Yes. Well, they ninety six points. To the Islanders have ninety six points. Ninety six points. Right. They're tied in points, but the Caps have a game in hand. Right. The Caps. No, the Caps have uh, four games left. Same oh, yeah, so they're even, but the, I think the Caps have more um, regulation wins. No, because they won in a shootout tonight. 
So they're completely tied. There you go. Virtual tie. It's a virtual tie. Insanity. Virtual insanity. It All right, is so virtual insanity. Yeah, they have thirty-eight. They have thirty-eight row as well. Okay. Okay. Well, and Boston won tonight. So Boston is now only two points behind the Islanders. Boston three point behind the Islanders. One point behind. No, Correct. they're at ninety-five points. Wow. So yeah, out of the maybe, playoffs. Maybe they're not going to make the playoffs. Correct. That's right. Everything, but everything was fixed. Everything was fixed. So I don't know why everybody's worried. We're going to get to the Islanders. It's all fixed. Let's get to the Mets. <coughs> Let's get back to the Mets. Yes. That's the topic at hand. Good series. So, good series. Okay. Um, do you want to predict? Do you want to give me a prediction on that series? Is that what we want to do here? I believe the Nationals take two of three. Two of three. I think the Nationals take four. They're only playing three. Let's go to the weekend series. <laughs> They're only playing three. Hotlanta. How's the horrors for the New York Mets? You don't want to address the the the. The Mets have won three games in Atlanta since 1985. What do you think is going to be? Wait, go back. You still don't want to address the fact that they're already playing three games in DC. They're some. They're somehow going to lose four. Well, you know what? The, the Washington's got the Mets number, and that number is four. All right, sir. So they're zero and three. Moving on to Hotlanta. Okay. Where the Braves have had the Mets number since 1982. Right. Braves stink. What do you got? We know this, right? Yeah, but the Mets can't win in their own personal house of horrors, Turner Field. Do they still play in Turner Field? Didn't they move again? <laughs> Didn't they get another stadium? <laughs> They're ridiculous people. They get like another stadium every two weeks. They get rid of stadiums like we change underwear. I mean, okay. <laughs> hey-o. Um, drove old Dixie down. I will, I will say they will take two of three from the Bravos. Two of three from the Bravos. All right. So the Mets are now five and one. As no, they they're head home. no, they're three and three. But their home opener against the Washington they're, Nationals. They're getting five and one. <laughs> they're three and three. Okay. And the home opener is uh, Jacob DeGrom. We'll pitch the home opener. Against weather, the Phillies. Weather permitting. Right. Against the, the awful Phillies. Well, the awful Phillies, right. Well, they are awful. The fight, they're fighting. The fighting Phils. You, you can never... Overlook the fighting Phils. Too late, I already have. They're the team to beat. Jimmy Rollins even said it. They're the team. Jimmy, Jimmy Rollins is on the Dodgers. <laughs> Did Jimmy Rollins not declare the Phillies the team to beat? Not this year. Holy cow. Let's beat them. What do you say? Win them all. Sweep. Sweep. So they're six Sweep and three. Sweep Rooney. So they're okay. six and three. All right. You don't then, think they could be realistically six and three then? Six and three after those first nine games? Yes. No. Not, there's not even a, a little chance of that happening. Okay, what do you have them at after those first nine games? So they're going to play three, three, three. Yeah, that would make nine. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Bo, carry the one. Big, big, big. Bop, bop, bop. They are going to be uh, four and five. Four and five. Okay. Four and five. Very good. Is what I think. Then they I'm will. Not, I'm, not, I'm not an expert. Then they have a four game set at home against the Marlins. Well, the Marlins. Right. So they well, lose three out of four there. I, I would think they will split. Split there. Split ski. So they are six and seven. Six and seven after the first two weeks of baseball. Then they have three games year. at home 
against the Braves again. That's a, that's a long homestand to, to start yeah. the season. Ten-game homestand in the beginning the ten of April? Game, Ten-game homestand. Unheard of. First homestand of the year. Um, three yeah, against the Braves. Six and seven, three against the Braves. Yeah, give them two. Two out of three. Give them two. Eight and eight. 500. 500 ball club three, at the end of April. Three games at the New York Yankees. Well, that's, that'll be two for the Yankees. Even this Yankee team, that'll be yeah. two. Yeah. Okay. Nine you want me, you want me and to be fair? ten. Mm-hmm. Three games at Florida. I think they're going to lose them all. That's just clean sweep. Yeah. Well, nine, they won two here. They'll lose them all. Nine and 13. Mm-hmm. They close the month with the Nationals. Oh. Four four games against the Nationals. That's uh at home. One and three. So they are ten and seventeen. Yep. Through, through the first twenty seven. Take back the town. Painted blue and orange with the numbers ten and seventeen. So you have them at ten and seventeen. Okay. You that's 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 completely outrageous. Nope. It's not. Well, now tell me what you really think. It's not outrageous. 10 and 17, I could see them being 12 and 15, 13 and 14. That's not what you think, though. What do you think they're going to be? That is what I think, looking oh, I thought, at that schedule. No. I, thought you, I thought you were saying that they were going to jump out to a fast start. No, I'm saying it's important that they jump out to a fast okay. start. I'm, right. I was asking you if in those first 27 games they go something like, you know, 18 and 9. <laughs> are you – you don't have to laugh at me. That's very insulting. I'm not laughing at you. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not laughing at you. Come You're on. laughing at me. I am not laughing you at you. You laughed right at me. I'm laughing at the notion that the Mets are going to go 18 and 9 to start the season. Okay. The Mets, the New York Mets. Danny Munoz playing second base. I thought Murphy was starting the season. I didn't hear that. Did I get that wrong? I don't know. I was off Twitter all day. I don't know. Okay. I don't. I don't know if that's right. So D- Danny Munoz is the, the big problem. Danny Muno. M- Muno? Is it Muno? Muno? Is he one of the uh... Minuto? Is he is he one of the? Uh... What's that kid show? Uh, Drama? No, that thankfully my children never got into with uh, Beatbox and uh, Yo Gabba Gabba. Yo Gabba Gabba. Right. Is it, isn't Munio one of them? Muno? Muno! Uh, <laughs> I think it's Mo- Mooney. Mooney! So- Sochi! <laughs> I don't know. Uh, my Thankfully, my kids. Avoided. What, are you just naming all of the Olympic locations? Well, like, that's right. <laughs> Reykjavik. Wait, what? <laughs> that's not a... That, that wasn't even an Olympic location. So she... <laughs> I just... I... You know You know what I... Look. Every time you know, Yo Gabba Gabba came on, I changed the channel. I was determined... There were certain shows I was determined not to let my children get into. Still that was do. one of them? That was one of them. You know the other one. The Caillou. other big one, Caillou. Anytime that 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 little bastard is on, he's so smug. That kid. Uh, 
Does Caillou do the CBS Sports Minutes also? <laughs> he might as well. He might as well. I'm Caillou, CBS Sports. I'm a little better than you. I root for better teams than you do. Did you see the episode where he was replaced with Doug Gottlieb? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> it was Doug Gottlieb. It was a good one. And he was beating up Rosie. I'm a little better than you, Caillou. Smugly superior. I'm just a little bit. I'm like a little bit better. Caillou. You're doing it wrong, Caillou. <laughs> I hate that kid. Um, Can I be serious for a minute, please? <laughs> <laughs> Is that allowed? Yes. I know this is an April Fool's show and everything, but it's not. It's April second. It's not. Right. Um. What I what I find, and I I think we talked about this last week. I don't. I'd have to go back and listen. If anybody out there heard this, you want know, to call sure. in and just you know, let me know. Sure. Um. I I don't like this leap from seventy nine wins to uh, World Series contender. This has why, always been your problem, right? Why Why do we have to just go from there to there just like that? Why does that have to happen? Why can't people just be satisfied with a little bit better team, maybe win 81, 82 games, and continue the rise to respectability? Why do, you have, why do we have to now, coming off of six losing seasons, we're going to take over New York, we're going to win the wild card, I don't understand. I, I un- what I do get is that people are starved for a winner. Met fans have suffered through a lot, and they want to see their team win. I get that. But can, can, can we please put some like a realistic spin on it? Please? No, not allowed. Okay, great. What's next? <laughs> Moving on. Next question. Um. It's you're absolutely right. There's you said it the other day with spring training, like they had a great spring training. Can't that just be okay? Does it have to be a harbinger of a ticker tape parade? Right. Why does eighteen and eleven automat? They have the best record in the Grapefruit League. All all of a sudden, that means that they could start making plans for uh, for uh, Mayor De Blasio to give a speech. No, forget about that. It's it's a confirmation. It's a coronation of this playoff team. Right. Why can't it just be that they had a good spring and we saw some improvement? It's See, we were right about them. We were right. <coughs> we're, we're, we were optimistic about them, exactly. and, and, and here it comes. Yep. You're going to love this year, Met fans. If you're a Met fan, you're going to love this year. You've been That's a, all, all these years for now. Your time is now. That's a really tough first 27 games. It is. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you one thing. If they're 10 and 17, Terry Collins is not getting fired. I'll tell you that, that much. Why, is that why you said it like Terry Collins? <laughs> you know, you know, still be managing this team. I'll tell you that much. Terry Collins will still be managing this team because Terry's a he's a he's a rough brick. <laughs> Why? How can you just use prick like that? You can't. I'm barely able to use it on a podcast that nobody's listening to, and I feel uncomfortable doing it. You did it to the press. He's he's very comfortable referring to the ace of his staff as as that. <laughs> or maybe not the ace of his staff, his third starter. That's right. Uh, you know. Right. Why would you want to? You know, 
Why would you want to run that guy out there? We talked about it last week. Why would you want to run that guy out there who's a franchise-changing pitcher? Changes the conversation about your franchise entirely. Why would you want to run that guy out there? Well, you know, I'll bet you he wants to run him out there, but he can't because he didn't pitch last year. So he's out of the, he was out of the discussion. Right. So he, even if he wants to put him out there, he can't. Yep. He didn't pitch last year. Yep. Good job, everybody. Are you excited about the Ligaris extension? I didn't get your take on it. Give me your hot take on Ligaris. Uh, I am. I, I mean, excited, strong. I, 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 I like I, it. Hotter. I need a hotter take than that. But I don't have. Not, I don't. I don't do hot takes, brother. That's not gonna cut it. I don't do them hot takes. Um, I, I, I like it. I look. I've made no mistake about the fact that I like Juan Lagares a lot. Like I'm hoping that Juan Lagares develops into an. His defense is phenomenal, and if he can develop into an everyday bat, if he can play every day, he hasn't played a full season yet. But if he can develop into a competent hitter, his defense is worth keeping him in the lineup. And I've liked Ligaris. I think he's got a, a little bit of a a chip on his shoulder in pressure situations. I like having him up there with a you know uh, in a in a pressure spot. I feel like he'll come through with a hit or at least a good at bat. Um, the moment doesn't look too big with him. He's got a little um, I don't want to use the word swagger, Bry, but he's got a, a little bit of confidence that I like a lot. Um, and he's improved his plate discipline. You know, let's talk about it from a baseball aspect. He's improved his plate discipline a ton. From when he first know, came up. How do you know that? Just watching him. I mean, just eyeball tests. I'm sure there's statistics that would back me up with it. Right. But his plate discipline, just eyeball test from two years ago to last year, to now even the few at-bats I've seen in spring training, he's being far more selective at what he swings at. All right. And that was a big knock on him. So his plate selection or his plate discipline looks a lot better to me. So I like it. I like it. He could be a very useful member of a good core team. Okay. And I feel like in two years, maybe even next year, but probably in two years, he's going to have Nimmo on one side and Conforto on the other. And at the very least, he's going to have Conforto there because that kid can play mm-hmm. and that kid can rake. And so you're looking at your two corner outfielders in two years of being Nimmo and Conforto and Ligaris in center with his defense and what he brings. That's a pretty nice outfield. That, or potentially. That's potentially a really nice outfield. All homegrown. You know, so I like it. I'll tell you what I've liked the most about this spring besides Harvey just reasserting himself as Harvey. DeGrom has been very, very good. He does not look fluky at all. Um, and, and Flores, Wilmer Flores has looked competent. They're setting this guy up to fail. They are setting this, they have set this guy up to be miserable and he seems unfazed by it. He's played a solid shortstop. He's hit, he's hit, you know, 350. I know it's only spring training, but you know, if he's hitting 125 right now, how good do you feel about him? And I think He's another guy who looks like his play discipline has improved a little bit. The 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 I've probably seen about ten of his at bats this uh, this spring. Um, I would love to see Wilmer Flores make the jump and quiet people, and make a jump just to be a competent starting shortstop. So again, why can't people just do that from the spring? 
Like I saw Duda hit a home run off CC Sabathia. Like great, good. Looked very competent. I saw him hit a home run again the other day off uh, um, uh, who was it? Nats, uh, the Nats pitcher. Sugar. I was watching the game and he and he hit a home run. Um, I can't remember. Levens? No, <laughs> the newest Met. Hey, that's a good trade. It's a good trade. He shouldn't break his arm patting himself on the back, but he did go out and get two lefties. Right. One of them happens to get out righties better than he does lefties. But Blevins had like what, a, like a 160 against Cal? You know, 160 batting average against. Yeah, he's been effective against lefties in his career. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a good job by Sandy Alderson. Again, don't break your arm patting yourself on the back, but to get a lefty specialist when you need one for Matt Dendecker, I'll sign for that every day of the week and twice on Sunday. Um, but why can't it just be that? I don't know. I don't know. I uh, will you will you step out to watch uh, the first pitch on Monday? No. Okay. I don't think so. Will you be listening on the radio? Uh, when I get in the car on the way home, I'll put it on. Be like the third or fourth inning. Will you have Game Center on the computer at work? No. No. You will not have Game Center on the computer at work. No. I maybe I'll maybe I'll check it on my phone, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna follow the game. Okay. I have a uh, an an addendum question for you. It's unrelated. An addendum? Yes, I I phrased that completely poorly. <laughs> By Menon. I have <laughs> uh, addendum. And addendum. Um, that Dendecker. I'm going to ask you this periodically over the next few episodes. Am I not going to see it coming each time you ask? No, you probably you might. Okay. You're not going to warn me, though. I will not warn you. All right. So I got to stay on my toes. This will be the start of a series. All right. If you had to, if you had to get one New York Mets throwback jersey, what would it be? Pro, real, all the money in, Mets jersey. You're going to ask me the same question every week. No. No, that would be a terrible series. <laughs> no, you'll you'll see. I'm going to spin it around. All right. Are you asking me just because you want me to ask you after? <laughs> Was reciprocation implied? <laughs> cuz I'll cuz I'll just ask you. Cuz I want to know I I'm curious to hear your answer also. Part of the series will be I will then give you mine. Yes. Okay, good. So I don't have to. I don't have to ask. You, you don't even have to ask. It's just gonna be there. Thanks. It's just, yeah, right. a, it's just gonna happen. Okay. Such a jerk. <laughs> One throwback match. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm just. I'm just so damn salty about this team. I'm sorry. You really are. I am. I'm. You're, sorry. You I really are. I shouldn't be. I shouldn't. You're jokey. I shouldn't. I shouldn't, I shouldn't take it out on you. You're jokey, McRouder. What was the name of the Carvel? <laughs> Jokey McRouder. Jokey McRouder. At the at our fantasy baseball draft, the, the joke came up about a Carvel cake now. Get the new Jokey McRouder cake. It's like Tom Carvel just doesn't right. understand technology. It's in the shape of a robot. It's in the shape of it's in the shape of a of like an old router. Like a, like, the, like the old square. 
like the old Apple IIe computer. Right, exactly. All in one. Um, a jokey McRouda cake. Download um, it today. Download download your jokey McRouda cake today. It's got a it's got a bunch of sprinkles that are like Ram. <coughs> one Mets throwback jersey. For all the marbles, the pro one, the the three fifty. One Met you only get one jersey. I got one chance. That's your final answer to make it right. Yep. Oh, you put me on the spot. That's the idea. That's a, an, another part of the series. <laughs> <laughs> part of the part of the series. Yeah, you like to see how people deal in uncomfortable situations. I do. I see I do. that. I just took off my glasses, my sunglasses, David Caruso style, after I asked that question. <laughs> and quickly dyed your hair red. You get one throwback jersey, pal. I think I know what your answer is. You think you know what my answer is? No, I don't. I was doing oh. David, David oh, okay. Caruso. Yeah. Um, I think you what? killed him, and I think you buried the body, and I think I'm going to find you out. Throwback. Yeah, stop, stop stalling. And just This is supposed to be off, you know... It's it's tough. It's a, it's a tough Tim Tuffle. Year, please. Tim Tuffle spring training jersey. No, no. Got to be got to be season jersey. Why? Cuz you can't drop $350 on a spring training jersey. I wouldn't let you. It's got to be an in-season jersey. What about a batting practice jersey? Okay, that's fine. It's the same thing, you know. I know. It's called two different I know. I'm just letting you have I... batting practice jersey. He wasn't on the team, though. Crap. Okay. Um, you can do that. No, you cannot do that. I'm allowing you to do that. No, you cannot. That violates rule number three <laughs> in the Constitution. You cannot buy a jersey. It's like if you're going to get a Willie Mays Mets jersey with the racing stripes. You, you, can't, cannot... do you can't do that? No. Isn't that kind of cool? It's not cool. <laughs> Why not? It's, it's it's slightly less cool than if you get a jersey with your own name on it. I wow, this is unheard of. Did I, wait, wait I a minute. I have it backwards. Yes, slightly, slightly more cool. More slightly cool. More cool. Right. There is nothing less cool than getting a jersey with your name on the back as a grown-up. Nothing. No, Zero. Only, no, there's one thing. There's one thing. Getting your girlfriend's name on your jersey. <laughs> No. Uh, getting a jersey, i.e. a Yankee jersey, with the name on the back. That doesn't have, For a jersey for a team that does not have names on the back. That's the special one. Like getting a Cubs Sandberg jersey with Sandberg on the back. Right. Home jersey. Something, like, something along those lines, right. Okay, fine. That, that, is, that is the least cool thing you can do. That's well. No, you can't. So, so uh, let me get this straight. Maybe because I'm, maybe I'm a little crazy. Maybe I'm a little nuts. You just you probably just haven't read the material yet. I'm sorry, I haven't read the source material, and it's Which my fine. it's my series. It's fine. So you can't get like a Tom Seaver now. No. No. If authentic. Yeah. No replica. Get whatever you want. You want to get a replica? Go ahead. So it's got to be in. So you couldn't get like a Bobby Nystrom, no. say black third jersey. <laughs> no, no. Why wouldn't that be kind of cool? Well, first of all, the black jersey is an atrocity. 
Stop. Second of all... It's not an atrocity. Stop. You cannot get an authentic jersey of a player that never wore that jersey. It's not authentic. But he wore the... He, he wore did. the logo. Yeah, he did. But he did not wear that jersey. It's not authentic. So you can't do that? No. No. All right. I'm pretty firm on it. <clears throat> I'm learning. I'm not going to... You... <clears throat> I'm surprised at you. I'm not saying that you can do it. I'm wondering, I'm, I'm wondering if you can do it. You're telling me no. You're better than that. I thought that was kind of cool. I thought that was like kind of interesting. Like a twist. No, can't do it. You wouldn't love to see like a uh, a Ron Swoboda in the pinstripes, in the in the racing stripe. No, no, no. I don't. I don't need to see a black Mets jersey with the name Art Shamsky on the back. Look, we never need to see a black Mets jersey again. You want to talk about atrocities? Well, you wouldn't put the name Art Shamsky on the back because that would be. <laughs> you, would, you would put the whole name on. Can't do that either. Can't do that either. <laughs> Oh, let me ask you. Here, here's a good one. What, how do you feel about players that have the same name? So Alex Torres and Carlos Torres are now both in the Mets bullpen. Right. Do they have to be designated with an A. Torres and a C. Torres? I like the initial. Okay, because sometimes they don't, and they just they both have Torres on the back. I'll tell you why. You don't have a brother. Not rubbing it in or anything. This is not news. Wow. <laughs> you cut me deep. I having an older brother. Anytime you make yourself in Madden or you know the yeah, show or something like that, and you put that guy or or in NHL in in uh, NHL like ninety six, ninety five, those years, and we would put or even going back to Sega, and you would as soon as you could create players, and you would put like my brother and I would be on a line. Yeah. You have to you have to use the initial. Yeah, but how does that work for you? You have the same initial ST. Oh, so he gets S because he's older. Oh, he wouldn't get SC, and I get ST. That's right. Huh. All right. That's what. That's how we solve that. So I think you have to have it, and right. it looks. It looks great. I like the way it looks. It looks great. I love I don't, that. I don't know if they're going to do that. Who? Okay, give me throwback jersey. So wait, what year are you taking Tuffle? Well, I guess I'll take. Uh, I'll take the. I'll take the road jersey, 1986. Okay. I'm taking the Hernandez home jersey, 86. All right. That's my throwback. Keith Hernandez. Yeah, okay. Okay, now I'm going to throw just a quick one, and then we're going to talk about the Islanders. Another quick one at you. This is part of the series, so hang in there. It's a long series. This is a long segment. If you will, it's turned into one because it's the first one. It's, we're going to streamline this as we go forward? That's correct. Right. Well, once now I, that I have the bylaws of the Constitution down. You don't have all of them, though. No. I think, that, I think that's going to be its, its own separate series. <laughs> yes, right. This is where I educate you on the bylaws each week. Of uniform wearing. Right. If you are a lifelong Phillies fan, and you're getting one throwback, what would you get? A lifelong Phillies fan. That's right. 
Ah, you didn't see this part of the series coming, did you? I didn't see this coming because I'm not a lifelong Phillies fan. I'm asking you to pretend for a moment in a world. No, I want you to pretend you're a lifelong Phillies fan. And you get one throwback jersey. What are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go back to the future. The future. <laughs> I'm going to... T- <laughs> I'm a lifelong Phillies fan? Yes. And by the way, I just grabbed that team out of the air. Could be any team. Okay. Can I pick a different team? No. No, I'm saying <laughs> as part of the series. Could be any team. We gotta go over this in the pre-show meeting. Yeah, I know. This I'm is sorry. Not most of the pre-show meeting was spent cursing. So go on. Um, 1993 Road Gray Lenny Dykstra. I love it. See, that's it. you went. That's what you were hoping for. Exactly where I, what I was thinking. Okay, good. As part of this series. Good. So then, oh, oh, got it. Right. Duly noted. Do you take the X player, that kind of thing? Right. I'm going to scratch it. Let me scratch it. Okay. Now it's ruined. (laughs) No, 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 no. In the exact same vein. Okay. But I'm going to switch from Dykstra, and I'm going to get a Roger McDowell, number 13. Oh, I forgot he pitched for them. He was in the same trade. He was in that trade. That's right. The Juan Samuel trade. Right. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take a Roger McDowell, 1989. Okay. The year that they were traded. Yep. Because I am seeing the jersey that he wore. The I love that he, jersey. The night he beat the crap out of Greg Jeffries, <laughs> as a Philly. <laughs> do you remember that? Yes, I do. The last night of the last night of the season. It was fantastic. Roger McDowell of the Phillies. Correct. Beat the crap out of Greg Jeffries of the Mets, and I was rooting for Roger McDowell. Something he had probably wanted to do for a long time. A very long time. By the way, uh, Boston only has 93 points. You're right. They're three points behind. If you... Ottawa has 90. Five. Six behind. Five. They're six behind, but they have a game in hand. Washington and the Islanders are tied, but Washington is in the one. Because, I don't know why. In I don't know the what two. In the, they're ahead of the Islanders. But they, right. everything is identical. So I right. don't know why that would be. So a Pittsburgh win tomorrow night would put the Islanders back to the wild card. Correct. Good. Good times. It's all fixed. It's all fixed. We're about to get there. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. You're all crazy for panicking. We're not panicking. Yep. If you were a lifelong Detroit Tigers fan... Oh, you get to change the team? Oh, I don't know. Do I? Okay, I did not know. I didn't see that coming. That's okay. fantastic. Uh, look, right. I, didn't have, I didn't have this really well laid out, as you can tell. Just something I wanted to do. All right. Yes. If you were a lifelong Detroit Tigers fan, yes. Ooh. What throwback Kansas City Royals jersey would you get? Did you see that one coming? First of all, I'm very confused. 
That's that's the first thing. All right, let's let's break this down. Uh, you are you 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 are good at playing do parts. I, do I live in Detroit? You are a lifelong Detroit Tigers fan. Okay. But you're living in Kansas City. Okay. So you so really all you for see, the barbecue. For the bar, for the bar and the jazz and the jazz. So really, all you see, you don't, you do not have access to the internet. Okay. So all you see on your local television is Kansas City Royals games. Okay. It's all you've seen for years. For years. We're gonna say, we're gonna say that you are a thirty-nine-year-old Kansas City Royals fan. Okay. No. A Detroit Tigers fan living in Kansas City, thirty-nine years old. So you right. go back to the 80s. I'm so confused. Right? Yes, I go back to the 80s. All right. You're a Tigers fan. You can't get a Tigers jersey anywhere in Detroit, in Kansas City. No. The only ones that they make are the ones that you see at Target that look like fake jerseys. Right. And it says, like, Detroit Tigers on it. Okay. Can't get that. It's not a real jersey. But you do have access to authentic Kansas City Royals jerseys. Right. Keeping in mind that you're a Tigers fan. Sure. What Kansas City Royals authentic jersey would you get? And why? It's probably a toss-up between a 1985 Steve Balboni number 45 or and this is honestly the first one that jumped into my head. I know what you're going to say. You do? I think I do. Were you going to say a 1991 Brett Saberhagen jersey? No, I was thinking of Saberhagen. Okay. Um, but I, I thought about Saberhagen, but I, his time with the Mets was so bad. It was just really so insulting. There was one year he only walked nine guys the entire season. I know, I know, I'm aware. I probably go a nineteen eighty Dan Quisenberry, number twenty nine. Um believe you're leaving out a detail. I have a mustache. <laughs> <laughs> you do have a mustache. Right. As a Detroit Tigers fan living in Kansas City. Correct. Um, Homer away. Uh I apologize. Home. Home. Both Balboni and Cuisenberry. Yes. Okay. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, you know what? Forget Balboni because he was a Yankee. I'm gonna go uh, Cuisenberry. Just one. 1980 home Dan Cuisenberry number 29. All right. The quiz. All right, and, and you're okay with that? And every time I wear that jersey, I grow that mustache. It's not a fake mustache that comes with the jersey. That's correct. Now, what? Now, the rest of your family <coughs> are all Tigers fans as well. What do They're they think all... of you wearing a Dan Quisenberry jersey? They don't know who he is. Right. <laughs> My wife definitely doesn't. She can't stand the mustache. Your wife, the Tigers fan. Correct. She right. cannot stand the mustache. I love it. I love it. There that you go. Very creative. All right, let's talk about the Islanders. Although, we've sort of touched on it. 
I don't uh this game tonight was weird. The Islanders are like Paul Simon. Oh boy. Slip sliding away. Okay. All right. Okay. Got that out of your system. Is that what we're doing? Well, we were doing that earlier, so I thought... Right. <laughs> Ain't nothing going to break like, my stride. Like Matthew Wild. Right. Um, <laughs> Paul Simons. I, 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 they have four games left, Brian. That's it. Four. They have a guaranteed four games left. That's it. In this season. In this... The greatest well, what did you think 30 of, years. What did you think of their performance tonight? Uh, I was nonplussed. I was... Up and down throughout the game. Uneven. Very uneven. Um, the hallmark of this Islander team is Ryan Strom missing an empty net. Yeah. And also Josh Bailey missing an empty net. Yeah. That's the, hall- that's the hallmark of this team. It, it, they, essentially, they, Josh Bailey being, well, Josh Bailey. They seem to really like uh, blowing these third period leads too. They've they've gotten very comfortable with that. Yeah. Um. They don't clear the puck out of the no matter no matter how many lessons they need to learn. They just refuse to try to clear that puck out of their own zone. Yeah. No matter how many times they get burned by it, doesn't seem to be phasing them. They drag because they're, ba- they're battling. They're battling and they're playing hard. They're lugging it. Yeah. How about? I was watching last night. I was I watched a little bit of the Penguins and Flyers. Yeah, on the NBC Sports Network. Sure. Rivalry night. Wednesday night is rivalry night on NBC Sports. Right. They do a great job of putting like pretty intense games on. Yeah, it's good. I'm watching the Penguins, and you know what stands out to me from the Penguins? Number one, the way they move the puck on the power play. Right. That really stood out to me. But the second thing is that when a penguin looks to pass the puck sure. to another penguin. Sure, a fellow penguin. The second penguin that's receiving the puck is looking. Has his stick on the ice <laughs> and is ready to accept said puck. Sure. So you're talking basics. What the Islanders like to do is fancy Dan the puck around. <laughs> Did you just say fancy Dan? Yeah, and I used it as a verb. They like to fancy damn the puck around. Oh, boy. And the recipient of the pass is not always ready for that pass, thus preventing them from getting a good shot off on goal. Do me a favor. When you watch the game on Saturday night against Buffalo, I don't know if you're going to be watching. I'm presuming that you're going to watch it. Oh, I'll, I'll watch it. I probably won't be live. Okay, that's fine. I didn't ask if you'd be live. Right. No, I'm, no, I'm definitely going to watch the game. There, okay. There's four games left. I'm watching every one of them. That's true. Savor them. Savor every moment of them. But when you, wa- when you watch the game, I want you to pay particularly close attention to the way they receive pucks. Constantly a half a second behind in getting their, their stick down on the ice when the puck is coming to them. Constantly. Yeah. I thought a lot of what they... I, I think tonight was particularly frustrating because I thought a lot of what they did tonight was good. And especially in the second period. I thought they played a very strong second period. Mm-hmm. Um, these lapses that come in their own zone are every game. It's just a matter of when they're going to happen. Usually in the third period. Yeah, I, I got to say, Brian, and, and I'm not making an excuse, you watch the game. They caught 
two really bad breaks tonight with bounces of the puck. They really did. Right. I mean, the first goal was ridiculous. The shot was about, you know, six feet wide. Right. And it hit Brandon Dubinsky and went in. And then on the game-tying goal, it went off Hickey's skate. It sits behind, you know, it beats Halak because of that. Mm-hmm. Some of that is bad positioning, but it wasn't in that particular case. Hickey's in the right spot. Just a bad break. Did they, did they deserve to win the game, in your opinion? I I thought they, they had won that game. Yeah, I would have been fine with them winning that game. Did they did they deserve to lose the game? No. You don't think they deserve to lose the game? Not in regulation. Okay. I thought they deserved to lose the game the way they lost the game. If they were going to lose that game, it was either going to be an overtime or a shootout. Okay. Okay. I, I, I thought they played well enough to win. I really do. All right. And I I But that's find, not good enough. That's not good enough right now. I it's find I find that the missed opportunities yeah. are are way too frequent for a team that expects to go anywhere in the playoffs. They had a chance to put the team away and they didn't. All seven of the other playoff teams in the Eastern Conference would have scored one of those two goals that the Islanders couldn't put in the net. Yeah. I'm convinced of it. Yeah. I'm convinced of it. And then that one goal would have been the difference. They would have won the game. Yeah. And that's what and that's what playoff teams do. They find ways to win. Yeah, or they or they capitalize on opportunities. You know, we we've well, said this all along with the Islanders. They're a great possession. They're a very good possession team. Right? They they generate a ton of chances. They don't finish. And then they went back to their power play being ineffective tonight at the worst possible time it could be. With right. two minutes left in the game. They got a break and, and you, you know. yeah, so you want to talk about your bad bounces. How about the fact that the guy in Columbus knocked the puck out in his own zone, hit the glass, shouldn't have been a penalty. They gave the Islanders yeah, a they got power a, they play. Got a, they got a break there. They got, they got the break of the game there. They got a power play with two minutes left in the game. I, they got a great break there. Okay. And they didn't capitalize on it. No, they didn't. Um, why Kyle Oposo is still on the first power play unit, I have no idea. So he can. Look, they got four games left. He's a problem, by the way, Steve. They have to win. I thought I look thought at, he was their record since he's been back. I know. Look at his, I, it's not necessarily him. They're four ten and him. two since he's back. Yeah, it's not necessarily the way he's been playing. Although he's definitely not the same as he was before the injury. Yeah. But putting him back in the lineup just just messed everything up. They're four ten and two. I believe it screwed the chemistry up on the team. Yep. It just it it just it became it's a problem. Brian, they have four games left. They have to win three of them. That's it. It's that simple. Well, <laughs> they didn't know they do. They have to win three of those games. They don't have to. They could win yeah. two. That I. You want to take your chances with Ottawa, streaking right now. Ottawa has five games left. Right. Ottawa's going to win all points, five? They're six points down. The Islanders win two games. Ottawa would need to win all five. Correct. You, you, you don't see Ottawa losing another game all season? Were you not there in 2007? For who? Because the Islanders won all four games down the stretch to make the playoffs in 2007. That's true. They did. <laughs> Wade Dubois. That must be what you're referring Was to. Was that the Dubois year? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, I'm just, look, I, they need to win three out of four. They do. Yeah, they, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, to me, it's completely irrelevant. It's completely irrelevant. This is not a team where you could just say, "All right, just get to the playoffs and then see what happens." I think they're going, they're going down quick in the first round this year. I really do. I can't say that yet. I really do. I can't. I can't. I know you can't. You you were bullish on them. I still am. I'm still bullish on them in the first round, and I, and 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 I feel like you can be. It's not, you're not wrong to be. Well, I, I mean, I feel like look, we're we're likely going to be talking about a hundred point team, and I know that they've struggled down the stretch here, but they're still a hundred point team. You know, they're not. They're not. You know, if if they get to a hundred points and they're the even the three seed or the first wild card, which means a date with the Rangers. Um, well, not right now. You know, the Rangers are the one seed, right? <clears throat> I, you know, I, I give, I still give them a puncher's chance in a series. I do. I if, do. There's, and 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 one big reason, Brian, and you have to admit this. It's not you don't have to do anything, but I, I wonder if you agree with me. Their penalty kill has been much, much better. It's been. So much better. That penalty kill tonight in overtime was fantastic. I give them a whole. I give them a lot of credit for that. I mean, their penalty kill has been markedly better over an extended period of time now. Yeah. No. I. I and that's, actually, that's one reason I give them a chance in a series. It actually, which, I mean, talk about you can't make this stuff up. Their penalty kill, which was embarrassing for three quarters of the season has completely turned around at the exact moment that they've gone 4 10 and 1. Yeah. How does that happen? Right, like it makes it makes zero sense. You would think them getting that awful no power play fixed. Penalty kill. The penalty kill I mean, was, uh, penalty kill, thank you. The penalty kill was as bad as we think the power play is. The penalty kill was even worse all year. They were 30th in the league as recently as 3 weeks ago. Yeah. I don't know what they are now, but Yeah, they're about 22. They're move they're moving up, but yeah. And they were great. They were great again tonight. I mean, they were very, very good again tonight. Well, here's another thing I like a lot. I think yeah. he, I think he found. To me, he found a playoff first line. With yeah, Tavares, with Tavares, Drone, and Kuhlman, and Kuhlman yeah. is important on that line. Mm-hmm. Because he, he provides defensive responsibility. He has a solid handle. He can forecheck with the best of them. And there's enough playmaking ability between Strom and Tavares that you don't need him to be Johnny Playmaker. You need him to have defensive responsibility in the neutral zone. You need him to muck in the corners a little bit, which he can do. And he makes that first line defensively responsible. I think that's a playoff first line. Okay. I don't think they had that. It's fair. Because as good as... Tavares, Lee, and Bailey were for a little while. That's not a good playoff defensive. Uh, that's not a good playoff first line to me. <clears throat> so I like that a lot. I kind of like the lines where they're situated. I mean, I'd like to see Grabner playing. Obviously, he's not healthy. And and you know, look, you get in trouble for beating up on Brian Strait, apparently on Lighthouse Hockey. Like I love those guys over there, but stop. Like, stop getting pissed off at people for being pissed off about Brian Strait. He stinks. He's not good. Uh, look, I'm also not the biggest Calvin DeHaan fan, but what the hell? Yeah, what's... How do you, how does he sit three games in a row down the stretch? Three. 
and four of the last five. I don't understand it. It's. I don't understand it. You know, Brian Strait uh, was on that two-minute penalty kill in overtime and did an excellent job. He has his moments, but he's a seventh defenseman. If you don't have to play him, you shouldn't. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. But whatever. I, I, I don't. I have. You want to talk about them being a hundred-point team? That's fine. Statistically, they will be a one hundred-point team. But this team right now is nowhere near the same team they were for the first three quarters of the season. They're not. They're not. It's a completely different team. They play. They're playing completely different. So, yeah. if it had been, if you had flipped it, and they played the first quarter of the season like this, and then the final three quarters like they did the first three quarters, and were a hundred-point team. I'd I'd go into the playoffs thinking this, this team could make a run. Right. Yeah, no, that's fair. So there's a lot there's a lot to be said about the way they're finishing the season. I feel like they're just trying to get to the playoffs. I really do. I really and think then, it's and a young team who and built then up what? a big. And then I, what? I, I don't I don't know. And then what, Brian? I'm I'm just saying well, from their think? from their mentality. You think that you know they Capuano's will... Capuano said it. It's you know we know what we're thinking in this in that room. We know what we're trying to do. We know we know our, we set out our goals at the beginning of the season. We're almost there. Like he said it. I think they built up a big, you know, a big amount of points and they're trying to get to the postseason. They're trying to just limp into the playoffs. I'm not saying it's right or it's going to be an effective way of getting there. I think that's what they're doing. All right. I mean, how else do you explain starting Eric Bolton tonight? He scored a goal. I know he scored a goal. He played a great game. But you couldn't expect that from Eric Bolton. That's his first goal in two years. A month ago. This is a game for playoff seeding. This is a game with you know that, that is a huge two points. And you start a guy who's played one game in the last 37. You can't tell me that you're not just trying to get to the playoffs. And you sit Calvin DeHaan for the fourth, game, fourth time in five games. You can't tell me you're not trying to just get to the playoffs. Meaning what? Meaning that they don't really care too much about this? They just no, want to get meaning the that they, of course they want to get points here, but maybe resting DeHaan or teaching DeHaan a lesson or getting, you know, or making sure Grabner's 100% healthy before playing him or getting Eric Bolton a little time and getting Tyler Kennedy a rest. Or... Seems to be more important. Was that the best lineup that they can put out there tonight? No, it's not as top 12, and it's not as top 6. So, you tell me. I think they're just trying to get to the playoffs. So, a month ago when they beat Nashville. Yeah. It's about a, it's, it's about a month ago. It's yeah. the first, week, first week in March. Yep. Okay. Uh, before they went on this 4-10 and 2. I think, yeah. Something like before that. this slide. Did you think in your wildest dreams that with four games left, they still wouldn't have locked up a playoff spot? No. No, I, d- I didn't. That's, a month, that's just a month ago. Yeah. And, and, they, and, they, and we, we said it earlier in the season. They kept passing tests, right? Yeah. Everything that was kind of thrown in their way, they kept succeeding yep. and passing and passing and passing until the end. And yeah. I just... I just think I think they're a burnt out team. 
how many times have we said it? That Ranger game was the turning point. Oh, yeah. That 2-1 to one Ranger game, which was after they beat Toronto in overtime, where they came from behind, they didn't play well, they beat a bad Toronto team, they came back and won that game in overtime, they lost to the Rangers. Since then, they are not good. Nope. Since that game... And... 0-1, or they're 0-1, 0-2, 0-3, 0-4. Sorry, 1-4, and 1-6, 1-7, 2-7, 2 2-8. With two shootout losses in there to get points. So 2-8 and 2? 2-6 and 2. 2-6 and 2 with our poster back in the lineup. For the Ranger game. He came back for the Ranger game. 2-6-2. Yep. And they played their heart out in that Ranger game, too. Yep. That was it. And, then, and that that was it. And they played well in that game. They did play well. And they lost fluke. It was a fluky goal. They lost on a fluky goal. And also, they didn't capitalize on 37 chances. Right. Yeah. Well... Well, by the time we talk next week, it'll be the last. Uh, they'll be coming up on the last game of the season, right? Yeah, two games left after next Thursday, Friday and Saturday, back to back. Pittsburgh back and back. Columbus. Yeah, Pittsburgh with the season on the line, likely. Right. Um, unless they win the next two. Yeah, unless they win the next two, then then that would be better. Well, the season <laughs> would still be on the line, but. So they play at Buffalo, then Tuesday, or they're home to Buffalo at Philly, and then Friday and, Friday and Saturday night, man. Jeez. Well, that's where we are. It's a shame. I've, I, that's, that's the only word I can describe. I can use to describe this team. It's, it's just a damn shame what happened to this team. Yeah. This was supposed to be something special. I blame you. Uh, What? <laughs> you heard me. What Frankly, I, I blame you. What did I do? No. I was on board with this team all year. I know. You jumped off board, though. I, after the Ranger game. You off boarded. I did. And since I jumped off board, look what happened. Yep. So, yeah, it's me. Pretty much. Guilty as charged. All right. How do you feel about the sports? You feel good? We We don't need to talk about the draft yet, right? I uh, know. There'll be plenty of time to talk about the draft. Yes. A reminder. We will be live at Five Milestone in New York City on the Upper East Side, 85th and 2nd. Great venue with the guys from Turn on the Jets and award-winning craft beers from Gun Hill Brewery and NFL giveaways, including a Jeremy Curley jersey and a DeBrickishoff or football and a DeBrickishoff Ferguson football. And with the guys from Seat Swap, that's SeatSwapTickets.com. And we're going to have some special guests. Uh, Chris Lepresti, Dom Cosentino, Christian Dyer, I believe uh, Corey Griffin. Is that his name? Griffith? Uh, Jet Beat Guy. And we might have an appearance by the Mike Francesa impersonator. The one. So all this going on, if you're in the New York City area, come down. $5 cover goes to the bar, goes to cover the bar. $5 Gun Hill Brewing Co. Craft beers all night. Food specials. Modon, Cal. It's going to be something. Cal Modon. Looking forward to it. We won't have to worry about the Islanders being in the playoffs. No. Well, come on. Don't do that. 
right? I can't. T- if this team does not make the playoffs, I... No, 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 no they're going to make it. They'll be out by then. I'll quit. I will just quit, Brian. I, I will this, quit. I think this team will make the playoffs. <clears throat> so do I. I think this team will make the playoffs. Although, what I will say is if they go out and lay a dog against Buffalo on Saturday... Lay a dog? And Ottawa gets to within four points of them... Can we just call it, go back and call that lay an egg, please? I refuse to lay anything with dogs. What if they lay like a dog? Lay that down like better. a dog. Lay down like a dog. Yeah, if um, they lose to Buffalo on Saturday night, there's danger. We're if wrong. they lose, if they lose to Buffalo and Ottawa wins, right? And Ottawa is four points behind them. I, I. You could see the collapse. Yeah, you could. I could. You could see it. A couple of weeks ago, but I didn't think there would be a complete collapse. Yeah, we're talking about the non-playoff collapse. That's the complete collapse, right? That's, and that's that's calamity, Jane, right there. That's like it's you, you, it's peeking around the corner right now. Yeah, waving. Go get the two points. Beat Buffalo. You'll be fine. It's okay. All that easy. Well. That easy. It is that. It should be that easy to beat Buffalo, Cal. It is. Well, it is. Well, they're they're not worried. So it should be that easy. Buffalo's I'm terrible. Not, I'm not worried. Buffalo is a terrible, terrible team. You know he's going to start Neuver too. You know that, right? I would. You know he will. I would. All right. Who knows that team better than him? So uh, you're okay with not starting your best goalie in a must-win game? Against Buffalo, against a team with 22 wins on the season. <laughs> yeah, what could possibly go wrong? I, I am Buffalo. I am, I am okay with starting Neuvert there. Okay, right. playing well in December. They blew a three-goal lead against Buffalo. And I'm lost. aware. I'm aware. When they were playing well, now they're not playing well. That was before Buffalo traded most of its team. Buffalo did not have anybody on their team back then. Buffalo is tanking, Cal. Mm-hmm. On purpose. He's sitting guys on a nightly basis. I'm going to make myself scarce on Saturday night. <laughs> if they lose that game, you better. Yeah. All right, should we do the fun load? Okay. Should we move it to the fun load? All right. I feel good about the sports. Hey, listen, enjoy opening day, okay, but What is with the abrupt cutoff? What is cut happening off? tonight? What is the... Pro- Play it again, please. 